Welcome to the State of Chiropractic Podcast. This is presented by the Chiropractic Defense Council, and I am your host, Baron Hoig, and I am thrilled you've joined us today. In the chiropractic profession, we understand the importance of staying informed, staying connected, and staying inspired. That's actually why we created this podcast. It's a platform dedicated to exploring the defense of chiropractic and how it affects your ability to serve the communities that you live in. In each episode, we're gonna dive deep into the latest issues surrounding the profession, industry trends, legislative developments that have shaped the landscape of our profession. We'll bring you thought-provoking interviews with renowned experts, practitioners, and advocates who are driving innovation and positive change within our profession. Our mission at the Chiropractic Defense Council is to provide a voice for chiropractors everywhere, defending your rights, promoting patient-centered care, and championing the value of chiropractic in the healthcare ecosystem. Through this podcast, we aim to educate, empower, and organize the chiropractic community. So whether you're a seasoned chiropractor looking to expand your knowledge or an ally of the profession, you're in the right place. We are here to share insights, debunk myths, and spark meaningful conversations that will shape the future of the profession. Before we begin, a special thank you to our incredible profession who make this podcast possible. Your commitment is truly commendable, and we could not do it without you. So... Get ready to embark on an enlightening journey as we explore the state of chiropractic. Together, we'll uncover untold stories, discover groundbreaking research, and delve into the fascinating world of chiropractic. And don't forget to subscribe to the State of Chiropractic podcast so you'll never miss an episode. Also, stay connected with us through our website and social media channels where you can share your thoughts, ask questions, suggest topics for future episodes. So thank you again for joining us today. Now let's dive into the world of chiropractic and embrace the limitless possibilities it holds. Welcome to the State of Chiropractic podcast. Well, hello, my animal chiropractic enthusiasts. Uh, First of all, this video is probably about three weeks late. Um, I apologize for that. There's a reason for it, and I'll explain that in the video, but I do sincerely apologize. I promised you more regular communication, but unfortunately, I was on pause as everything pretty much stood still from Thanksgiving until now. I was not able to get the information to have a video that has pertinent information for you. And I refuse to do videos just to do videos because I don't want you to not watch them in the future. So if you ever get a video from me, it's because there's content, there's information I want to share with you. So I don't have as much to share with you today as I was hoping I would, but at least I have a step forward and I want to share with you what's going on. So obviously our whole goal with this animal chiropractic mission is to standardize the language across all 50 states so that animal chiropractors that have the certification have the right to be able to access and treat any of these animals without direct supervision, without referral, or any fear of retribution from veterinary boards. Um, We have a number of states right now that the vet boards are really starting to go after animal chiropractors, and we have very targeted attacks against our, our, our particular specialty, which is what led to the CDC taking this mission on. I've taken the last probably, I guess we're going on five months now, to have conversations with just about absolutely everybody that I possibly can to understand this environment of animal chiropractic. And not unlike normal chiropractic, it's pretty convoluted and we've got sides and we have some disorganization and we have some, you know, uh, you know, just not working as efficiently as it could and should on behalf of you, as well as the animals and the owners that you're working with. So our mission, whenever we come in and we see a problem that we're going to take on is not just fix the problem at all costs. 
It's about standardizing the process. It's about creating a foundation, a structure that's sustainable for the growth that I believe is going to be coming in the animal chiropractic community. I, it's an exciting area of chiropractic that I'm very excited to be a part of, but I want to make sure that what we're doing sets us up for success in the future, doesn't just meet a need right now, but it potentially creates issues down the road. And those of you that have been in chiropractic long enough, you know what I'm talking about. We tend to do quick fixes and it just kind of kicks the can down the road of the real issue. And I refuse to have a legacy of doing that. So I've been taking my time having conversations with anybody and everybody that I can to build a model that I think will set us up for success for generations to come. So part of what I've been waiting on is a conversation with the AVCA. So I finally had a conversation uh, last night, which was my first one with the president of the AVCA. It went well. Um, I'm excited, which has given me the confidence to be able to send you this video. We want to standardize. When I say we, I'm talking about myself and our fire team and those individuals that have chosen to work with us on this process. This is the vision that we want to create for animal chiropractic moving forward. There needs to be a standardized process in which individuals that are going through the education process to get the certification have one direction to go. Right now we have AVCA, IVC. We have the IVCA that's only connected to options and not any other school. We have the AVCA that's connected to just about all the other schools. We have two different testing processes. We have two different certifications. It just doesn't make any sense. And, and I'm not saying this to point a finger at the AVCA because I think a lot of you are judging them incorrectly, but there's a lot of frustration about those that are in states that don't have good language feeling like there's nowhere for you to go. You've reached out to the AVCA, you've reached out to the IVCA, and no one's helping fix these issues. So I, I understand this frustration. So I'm not saying that's my belief system. These are the conversations that I'm having, but we are fixing that. Our goal is to standardize this process, have a mutual beneficial relationship between the AVCA, IVCA, have one testing process here in the United States. Everybody's on the same page and we offer the testing more than once a year so that it makes it available for those that are going through the, the schools and they may finish the schooling at different points because all of these schools do this differently. Um, you have some that you could potentially finish and graduate that school any time of year, but yet we currently only have one AVCA test in October, which means people could wait forever to get that done. I also know that there are a number of you fighting these battles in your states, which thank you for being a warrior. You're very frustrated because you believe the AVCA should be putting tons of effort and energy and resources to help you successfully accomplish the mission in your particular state. It's even more convoluted than a normal association, but having been an association guy and running a state association, I understand the, the concept that the members of the association believe that association should fight for their rights to the end of the earth. And to a certain extent, I think every association wants to do that, but the AVCA is not built to be able to do that. And the AVCA honestly can't do that because of the way that their membership works, that it's not just chiropractors, it's also veterinarians. And so when you start taking on these issues of legislative and creating a pathway for certified chiropractors to be able to treat these animals without fear of retribution, it's not as easy as the AVCA just jumping all barrels in and going and fighting on your behalf because essentially they're fighting against the other half of their membership. Not saying that's right, not saying that process is the way that it should be. I'm explaining why the reality is what it is. 
Our goal is to be able to work with the AVCA and the IVCA to create a process in the United States where we're all working together. We're moving in one direction. We've simplified the process. There's access to the testing and education that's necessary. And people are able to treat their animals and do what they are blessed and passionate about doing without fear of retribution. That is our plan. I've had conversations with just about everybody. I'm finally talking with the AVCA. I'm hoping to have another conversation next week with the leadership team of the AVCA to build this vision for them, get them on board. So I'm just going to maybe put the cart before the horse here and tell you the role that I believe the AVCA should play to help manage your expectations, because I think you're being unfair to them and the IVCA about what they should be doing. The AVCA's job, in my opinion, should be to certify the schools, to make sure the schools are doing the proper education, the 210 hours, and we don't have rogue schools, that they're teaching chiropractic. They're teaching what this really should be. And if this pisses someone off, I'm not sorry. It should be chiropractic taught, adjusting, understanding what the adjustment does. We're not treating conditions. We're not trying to be a glorified vet. We're trying to adjust them and give them the healing power of the body's ability to heal itself and regulate itself by removing interference. That is what we're doing in these animals, and that is what the AVCA should be doing to certify and monitor the schools. Secondly, the AVCA should be certifying the individual providers, making sure the testing process is there to show competency, to show that these people are able to go out and do something different than those that are just going to weekend seminars and getting these 12-hour certifications, which is becoming a problem in this space. So they should certify the education facilities. They should certify the providers. And then thirdly, which is what I want to help them do, they should be the ones creating value around the certification. They should be communicating with vets. They should be communicating with states. They should be communicating with the animal owners. They should be doing the marketing side of creating value around the AVCA certification. This means that when the marketplace starts looking at these crazy TikToks or you have individuals going to vet schools that put in a 10-hour program and now they're coming out of practice claiming that they can adjust animals and they do not have the education to do so appropriately, we've created such value around the AVCA certification that individuals understand that's where they want to go to an AVC, uh, AVCA certified that's what the AVCA should be doing. Those three things, certifying schools, certifying providers, and then creating value around the certification so that the general public in the world and as a whole are going after certified individuals. Now, before you throw books at me, the IVCA has a role in this as well. I want the IVCA and AVCA to work together. And we want to do the same work with the IVCA around the world in other countries. And there needs to be a, 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 a mutual memorandum of understanding between these organizations. But we've got to stop having duplicity here in the U.S. And there's just zero reason for it. There should be one path. There should be one method. We should get behind it. And each organization should do its job. Now, what is the role of, of organizations like ours with the CDC? We want to be there to defend you. We want to be there to do the fighting that you're thinking the AVCA should do. They shouldn't do it. All that's going to do is create issues for them. They don't have the resources. They don't have the expertise. They shouldn't be doing it. They'll likely do it poorly. So what we want to do is partner with all of you out in the states that are passionate about this issue and continue to press forward, but do it in a controlled and an effective and an efficient manner. That's what our organization does. So I need you to start supporting the AVCA and IVCA if you're outside of the United States. And we need to be moving in the same direction together. That is the role that we're trying to play. So 
Hopefully that makes sense to you. Hopefully that excites you. If it does, I want you to share this with your other animal chiropractors because one of the goals that we have is to put as many animal chiropractors under our umbrella as possible. And let me be clear what I mean by our umbrella. If you guys contribute, that'd be fantastic because we're spending money on this. And it would be nice for the animal chiropractic community to sustain the work that we're doing in the animal chiropractic world. I don't even care if you're contributing. I need you in our database so that as we start working, we're getting ready potentially to drop legislation in California. And when we do that, I need to have as many California chiropractors that do animal work as possible so that when I tell you I need testimonials or I need letters of support from veterinarians or I need whatever, testimonials from owners, animal owners or organizations in your community that fully support who you are and what you're doing. When I need those resources, I've got to have a database that I can immediately go to as Ask for it and get that information. So I need you under our umbrella. So I need you to go to the website, www.defend.org forward slash animal Cairo. If you haven't done it yet, if you're watching this video because it was forwarded to you and you have not gone to our site yet, I need you to go to that landing page and I need you to put your information in. Again, you're not committing to finances. All you're doing is saying, I want to be a part of the tribe. I want to get information as it happens. So if you're in there, awesome. Thank you. If you're not, I need you to go and do that. If you're in it, I need you to forward this video to all of your colleagues. I know there's a tribe out there. Let them know that they need to be a part of this because there's some serious changes coming to this animal chiropractic movement and we're going to be successful because it's what's right for everybody involved. So please help us out by doing that. And then as we start working through the states, hopefully I'll share with you more what's going on in California. I'll share with you the stuff going on in Texas. There's a great group of chiropractors in Texas that are doing a lot of great work that are moving to get things done. We're happy to support them as well. Um, I will keep you updated on all of that information as well as fixing the infrastructure and foundation of this movement. So if anything I've said pissed you off, let me know. If I'm missing a, an important piece of information, Please share it with me. But that is based on all of the conversations I've had to point to make sure that we're moving together, working together, and we're giving freedom to those chiropractors that have the education and the passion to treat our animals. So I love you. We're excited to be a part of this process. Again, I'm very sorry that this video is so delayed. I just wanted to make sure that I had pertinent information to share with you. So be on the lookout for more coming soon because hopefully things are going to start speeding up. We love you guys. God bless you. Go to our site and get under our umbrella. Share it with your colleagues because we need everybody on there so that we can start doing the heavy lifting. All right, guys, God bless and never stop speaking and living the truth of chiropractic. We love you. And that brings us to the end of another enlightening episode of the State of Chiropractic Podcast brought to you by the Chiropractic Defense Council. I'm your host, Baron Hoig, and it's been a pleasure to delve into the world of chiropractic with you today. We hope that this episode has provided you with valuable insights and perspectives on the ever-evolving field of chiropractic. Our mission here at the Chiropractic Defense Council is to foster education, awareness, and advocacy for chiropractic professionals worldwide. And we're grateful to have you as part of this community. Remember, knowledge is power. And it's crucial to stay informed about the latest advancements, research, and legal developments in chiropractic. By empowering ourselves through knowledge, we can make informed decisions, advocate for our profession, and ultimately provide the best care possible to our patients. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe to the State of Chiropractic Podcast so that you'll never miss a future episode. We have a lineup of esteemed guests and, and thought leaders in the chiropractic community who will continue to share their expertise, offering you a well-rounded understanding of the profession. We'll also like to express our gratitude for our unwavering commitment of chiropractic contributors. 
Without your generous contributions, this podcast could not exist, nor could we do the work we're doing around the world. So this is a heartfelt thank you to all of you. Until next time, stay aligned, stay informed, and keep making a difference in the lives of those you serve. God bless.